Change through conversation. Uh -huh. Opening up the dialogue that embraces different views to jump in and get involved. Oh, Two for thought with no additives, no prejudice added. Uh -huh. Stirring up the mix with focus. Let's see how it blends. I like no this. bigotry or animosity. Color the worship. I'm built to fuse being voice. Man, that is the focus. Sure. Nothing misstated, misquoted, or even distorted. Just God on discussion is what you're rewarded. From the iconic duo, Who? Nick and Ramon. Uh -huh. Blessing the podcast, keeping you in the zone. Okay. Staying rough, rugged, and raw with the topic. Stay on. And yeah. welcome in all is the Make it feel like home. Hey. So take a seat and tune in. Yep. And let the talk fest of this unrivaled tag team begin. Let's go. Airwave champions, we put them on blast. Uh -huh. It's Nick and Ramon, the host of the Garbo Podcast. Change through conversation. 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 You, you have no idea how long you've been having me sit on this masters of the universe intro <laughs> we finally talk about this uh dude, we'll get I, to it we'll get to it cause... dude i live alone <laughs> Man, you, you gave me mark hamill as skeletor <laughs> now i just have that voice in my head which isn't a good sign we're we're gonna review and talk about that episode but that's coming later uh yeah, yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen no, I'll, I'll save it i'll save it <laughs> come welcome welcome to garb podcast i am your host the get down from Hispanic Brown Town, the beast roaming in the Pacific East. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for me, Ramon. <laughs> Hi, Ramon. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Hey, guys. It's Nick, uh, the other half of the Garbo podcast, uh, Pirate Avenue, Captain, Captain Poutine. And uh, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Because uh, uh, you're listening on your favorite streaming service to the Garble Podcast, so uh, or you're watching it on YouTube. Like and su subscribe, then. Like and subscribe and comment. Comment, please. Yeah, don't be comment one of those should... people that just watch. <laughs> you just you just like to watch, don't you? <laughs> Lurk. <laughs> but yes, thank thank you for continuing to listen to our ramblings as we uh, discuss topics of the day. Yeah. Um. And, and what is our topic today? We're this talking is, uh... about technology and privacy. And if those two things are exclusive to one another, are they do do we have an expectation to a certain level of privacy and some of the things that are going on in the world when it comes to tech privacy? Awesome. Uh, I'll be I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. Um, when I first came across this story. I Hold on one second. I'm having an issue with my mic. Ah, there we go. Uh -oh. All right. Uh, when I first came across the story, I didn't even really want to talk about it because I, I felt like it was so incendiary, what, mm -hmm. what's going on. But after mulling it over for a couple of days, I decided you, we, we have to talk about this because it, it's something that uh, is pertinent to a lot of iPhone users. It's pertinent to, and, and it sets a precedent that is dangerous i think mm -hmm. and it it's just in my limiting understanding i'll i'll let you explain it but it's not they're not alone um and it's an old issue that we already kind of put to bed and uh there's a couple other things i i found that can hopefully support this but uh we should probably do news yes yes let's get right to news so dun, 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 news um <laughs> news sounder insert here <laughs> All right, go ahead, Nick. Uh, oh, okay, I'll start. Yeah, speaking of uh, online tech, uh, OnlyFans, uh, in a baffling mood, 
has decided to uh, remove all pornographic content from their service. So there will not be no longer be pornographic service on their uh, on their service. They did this in order to uh, 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 retain and attract uh, investors to help give them money on the back end. Um, I uh, I assume that they take a commission for anything somebody uh, anytime somebody has money given to them in OnlyFans. I believe they take a commission, right? Yeah. Like, so why would they do it with 98% of their content? I don't know, but I do know that, um, it, it's, it's a fucking travesty because you're talking about a service that became popular because of pornogra- por- pornographic material mm-hmm. or, um, sex workers. Let's, let's call it what it is. Yep. Um, it's a service that's been built on the back of sex workers and is now turning its back on the very people that have made it popular. Yep. It was it was it was built literally by their uh, creative greater base, and they they're just they're they're done with that because they're pushing some sort of money is now pushing some sort of decency thing. I saw an interesting take on it. That this is when you're seeking to control, especially money, <laughs> with the amount of money individuals were making on that site, um, it was it was starting to cut into how much the investors and and other you know wealthy people can get because money is a zero sum game. So they they're moving to stop the bleeding and keep the money going in in that direction to the upper crust of society. Um, so I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it seems like a silly, silly business move, but it's not unheard of. Uh, there are other services that started off um, absolutely allowing that kind of uh, content on their site. And then when they got rose to a certain level, cutting it off and cutting off people's livelihoods. Um, so it seems stupid. It seems uh, uh, aggressive for no reason or not for no reason, but f- aggressive towards the people that help build them to what they are today. And it's, uh, it's terrible, uh, in, in that regard. Um, but just, it's like you would, you, you know, of all the sites out there, you would think that one wouldn't, wouldn't have gone that direction mm. since they were, they are synonymous with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're synonymous with it. They, you know, there were other, like I said, other companies that had this, uh, sort of profile like this was what you would get and then they changed this one though owned it like more than any other content uh create or content platform uh just owned it and i i, I can't imagine why they're why they're turning their back on like 98 percent of their their content and their business but who knows we'll see uh we'll see how long only fans uh last yeah after that i don't see it lasting long um you you can't change business models that aggressively. No, um, unless they're trying to get sold off, maybe absorbed by another company, and yeah, they're going to use the the technology of the platform to do something. Uh, maybe that's it, but we'll see. They they may not be around much longer. Yeah. All right, uh, that's a good one. So um, I'm I'm taking Nick's spot this week where I do weirds news of the weird. Um. And it has to do with technology. So I saw that the the United Kingdom's police force is testing a suit, a jet suit, 
to be able to chase criminals down. Uh, thinking they can make a quick buck, a small thief burst into a jewelry store and like imagine a, a small thief bursting into a jewelry store and then they're running off and one of their coppers are able to swoop in doing 137 kilometers uh, or 85 miles an hour propelled by jet engines strapped to their limbs. <laughs> it's Sky... Sky Bobby, away! <laughs> uh, I just thought it was ludicrous enough to to. to... <laughs> no, that's a good call. Yeah. Cool. You all right there? Yeah. No, I I had a technical difficulty. Yeah, I see. All right, so um, it, it's it's kind of like a weird direction to go, to to do a high speed pursuit on foot, especially uh, if you've seen. <laughs> You've seen their streets <laughs> and how like crowded they are and uh, like narrow. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, it that's that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> you know, one guy thinks he's Batman and just, <laughs> he's like there, three blocks three blocks down, and jumps off like a nineteen story building. <laughs> Jetpack doesn't go. Copper <laughs> commits suicide today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quick, somebody put a note on him. <laughs> we can't blame the suit. <laughs> so they're just they're just actually that's like the Batman. That's just Tony Stark. That's just Age of Ultron right there. <laughs> they're like eventually we won't even need cops to be in the suits. The suits will take care of it. Essentially, yeah. I mean Here you go. <laughs> oh. It's it, it it's it's both like I'm I'm trying to understand why. Just why. We have cars, we have motorcycles. Like, why do you need a jet-powered suit to uh, yeah, and, publicity? And, um, and and it's it's trying to one maybe capture the imagination of kids who are like, oh look, he's flying, you know, like and and get people trusting or at least into uh, supporting the police force, which is it's it's. It's not, I mean, maybe it does become functional uh, in terms of, I mean, you know, SWAT flying in through the windows, <laughs> you know what I mean? As opposed to rappelling down through the windows, like when they right. have to go into like an office building on like the 19th floor, might be kind of like shock and awe and give you the upper hand. But for all the, <laughs> for all the poor police officers that were like, I just want to protect and serve the community. <laughs> and then they, they just careen off when <laughs> one of their thrusters goes wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> and, like winds up in the hospital. Like it's, uh, uh we're going to make you fly. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would uh, imagine that this is, uh, it, it, it's just the idea that they're going to give it to the police. Yeah. Well, of course they are. <laughs> of course they are. It's not even military. It's, it's not, not even, even military, military right? Exactly. It's like, no, we're just going to give this to the regular police. Yeah. Just, we're not going to be happy until we have Robo Bobby. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. That is the, the plot of Robocop, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly the plot of Robocop. It's like, <laughs> pitch this. Was this Boris? Was this Boris? <laughs> pitch this. Probably when he was like the mayor of London like 100 years ago. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was like that's what we need. Work on it, and they were like, "Okay, <laughs> it might take a while." Uh, let's get into it. All right, so <laughs> privacy, uh, and you can tell that we're talking about privacy from both of our backgrounds. Yes, personal data, 
Uh, Nick, do you think that you're entitled to a certain level of privacy when it comes to um, technology? So I believe yes. However, our our laws currently are are in a in enough of a uh, flux when it comes to that, uh, and the debate is enough where your personal privacy versus the protection of the the argument being the protection of the whole, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the of society. Um, there are enough laws on both sides of that where that's where you're getting this back and forth um, and why policies keep changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I think you're entitled to it? Yes. But the flip side of it is if somebody is doing something not great, and they're trying to hide in the anonymous ether of online that, you know, you should be able to find people that are doing wrong things. Okay. So I believe both, which is where the conversation gets really, really, you know, uh, tangled. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of like, um, you know, there's a lot of people that would say that you gave up a lot of your privacy the moment that you pick up a cell phone. For example, oh. because oh, yeah. uh, you your Google, for example, but and everybody does it. It's not just Google. It's it's Facebook. It's um, Instagram. It you know like the moment that you post that to their servers or upload it to their app, they essentially own those pictures or those images. Um, I've seen it worded. They'll play around with the wording a little bit, but it's essentially what it boils down to. It's like, you know, if you're using this app, you're agreeing that certain amount of your information is going to be sold off mm-hmm. to advertisers who will use that information to more aggressively target advertising towards you. Mm-hmm. Right. And And in terms of, you know, what you're doing, let's say, online, Right. Like in terms of it being, let's say, non illegal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, There, there should be consumer protection laws that say you can't sell our data. But, you know, and are you entitled to that? I would say yes. But they're never going to let that happen. Like companies will fight that. Huge tech companies will fight that so aggressively. It's, it's, it's hardly worth going after. Well, and, and it's interesting to me that, like, I, I think there was one time where I tried to put a number on how much or, or uh, you ever see that show? What was it? Adam Explains Everything? Yes. Where he tries to explain exactly how or much money. Adam, Ru- Adam ruins, Adam ruins everything. everything. There you go. Adam ruins everything. Uh, and I think it boiled down to something like 12 to $15 a month that you save by not by choosing to use the free services like Google, uh, essentially you're selling off 12 to $15 a month of your Mm -hmm. information to offset the cost because we have been conditioned to not pay for services. And that's really what allows this to happen. Not, not just the laws, Mm -hmm. but the fact that there, there are companies that come out all the time. Uh, there was, there was one, that I don't even remember the name of, but it was a search engine that uh, talked about how you kept getting scroogled every yeah. time you search for something online. Um, and they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll 
perform the search engine function. You pay us a fee every month for the service and we'll do it without selling your data. And I heard those ads for, I don't know, six months. And then I don't hear it anymore because nobody wants to pay for anything online. Yeah. Nobody wants to. And part of the reason for that is how many options there are. It's how many options there are. How many services like we 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 talk on this show all the time about like cable providers, right? right. And they bundle everything together and and you get you wind up with, you know, channels you're never gonna watch. You're never gonna go to those channels, but they've bundled it all together in this Uber package that they're charging so much for, and they're like, Look how many channels you get. You know what I mean? And you go and you go, well, that's crazy. What if I just pay for the channels I want? Well, imagine if every single service on the internet that you wanted <laughs> was pay to play every single time. How much do we use that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, for you know, for that, we're conditioned to want whatever is free, whatever information is free to me. But it's interesting so. to me that you're willing. Like I, I part with money all the time. Like uh, for example, when we had that uh, conversation, we were talking about like uh, video gaming on your phone. Yep. You know, people pay for that service, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, the game is hidden behind a pay window or whether you're buying the game outright, you're you're essentially paying for that service. So it's interesting yep. to me that there's kind of like when it comes to the genuine services that you're using all the time, like Gmail, for example, uh, I'll say mm-hmm. that one because it's something that's available on all platforms. Yep. Um, you're not willing to pay for that. Mm hmm. And, and again, so the conditioning kind of works both ways. Um, I think they, they figured out how to monetize a free service, like a search engine based on what the promise of the internet was when it came out, which is, this is free information. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is information at your fingertips. You want it. You want to, I think the example they used in one of the old, old commercials was, uh, you want to read a book. That's in a physically in a library on the other side of the world. You can do that. You know, go to your library and you can check out and read a book in on a screen. Mm-hmm. And and that's you know, and it's like, yes, you have the ability to as the end user go in and get that information. But think of the effort <laughs> that's going into actually making that happen. You know, and if it's not monetized, who's going to donate their time to that? Some people will. But not enough, not enough companies will to make that happen to the level that we're being, we're expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. So we were sold on the idea that this is, you know, free to everybody and this is revolutionary and it is, but companies in order to stay interested have to make money. Yeah. And I mean, how often has it happened that you're like talking about something like you'll bring up mm-hmm. something like windsurfing or something just in a, in a random conversation and the next thing you know, you have like windsurfing commercials that are popping up on your phone uh, when you log into whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I did it the other day. Uh, you know, I was I was trying to see what the current prices on shipping containers are. You know, in case I wind up living in one, and uh, I was just one of those. You know, I was curious, and it was you know the middle of the night, and I wasn't sleeping. Go figure. And um, and now. You know, I just looked for the average price, and now every single targeted ad <laughs> is, you can get a shipping container for me. No, no, get my shipping container. <laughs> like, 
and it's every single time. And, and I can, I can do that through the voice as well on the phones because that was a term of service that got updated. Uh, God, what, two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And, and folks, your, your phone is listening to you, uh, mm-hmm. for, for like, I, I'll prove it to you. Hey, Google, I just set off everybody's phone or whatever. Sorry about that, folks, but I'm, I'm trying to prove a point. <laughs> and then you just follow it up with look up and then the most embarrassing thing you can think of. <laughs> hey, Google, look up garbled podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Google, save that to my favorites. <laughs> Why didn't we think of this earlier? Damn it. <laughs> but, uh, ooh, sorry about that. But, uh, um, your 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 phone is listening to you you know the the little microphones that you have hidden all over your house and the speakers are listening to you that's how you can go hey alexa do this or you know whatever mm-hmm. um or your or your smart tv or my favorite the smart fridge yeah that listens to ha- what you, what you talk about in the kitchen <laughs> god damn these dull knives and, 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 and then you just have knife in the early 2010s, they there was cases where you know people were hacking the um, the Amazon Alexas to 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 talk to people directly, mm-hmm. or to yep. to hack into their stream. Yep. the the uh, The other thing that they are able to do with that, or were able to do with that, it got patched really quickly. Was um, uh, when the uh, was it the Ring? I think. Uh, security system mm-hmm. that they that used to be hardwired, right? That would be hardwired through your like phone line, and then they made the switch to it being like Wi-Fi. So you just you plug it in, you connect it to your network, and you're good to go. And people were looking at your cameras like it was a webcam. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like what they patched that pretty quick, but you know these are all things. And it's especially funny in, in the sense of, to get back to your, your original question, in the sense of like your security systems, mm-hmm. you, are, you are getting that for your protection and it can make you vulnerable. Yeah. But, you, but you're not going to do without it. If Dude. you've gotten to the point where you want that as a security step, a security measure, you're going you're gonna to deal with the risk of it backfiring on you in the hopes that it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, they were doing all types of things when they were hacking in. They were hacking into people and, like, holding them ransom, telling mm-hmm. them that they had all their private information and, you know, pay this amount to uh, to keep it private. Um, oh, yeah, talking over the speakers that yeah. are in the security thing. Like, so your, your, your house is now holding you ransom in your yeah, own home. I mean, there was one case where I was reading about um, the the – the people who had hacked into her system basically waited till three in the morning and said, Hey, you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And so it goes anywhere from prank to actual ransomware, which is crazy, but we're willing to do it like almost every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I forget the quote and I should have looked it up, but um, there's a, there's a quote out there where they, they talk about how we're willing to give up our freedoms one step at a time, as long as it's convenient. The idea being you don't go after someone's civil liberties. You go after, you, you offer them a trade for one little bit of it for something really super fast. 
Uh, I had a, a guy in a store I was running one time, uh, uh, you know, from my perspective, a kid, essentially. He forgot his his wallet in his car. And this is before like Apple Pay or any of that. He forgot his wallet in his car and he, he you know, it's in the, it's in a mall. <laughs> it's in like the middle of a mall. Yeah. And there, he's like, he's like, Oh, I got to walk all the way back to my car now to go find my wallet. Damn it. Why can't I just get a tattoo of like a barcode so you can just scan that and take my money? And I freaked out. I was like, isn't that like the mark of the beast or yeah, something? Like it's biblical, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you don't want that. But no, he really, really did because he had to walk back to his car when it could be just right there for you. And, you know, that blew my mind. And then like a few years later, we have like Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, mm-hmm. where, you know, our phone gives away our money. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to buy a watch. I'm all excited about this watch that's coming out. Okay. And essentially it's going to have like Samsung Pay on it. Mm-hmm. But it's also and other things. You, you know what I mean? It's not just some, but the, like that's one of the features in this watch that I'm going to be able to tie my banking to it, and mm-hmm. it gives me that convenience of being able to use the watch at, at a register. Just be like, uh, yep. just tap your wrist on the on the register. Here, and you just, you just backhand the the register. God, yeah, but money. I think you're right. The moment that you you prepare it in a package of convenience. Mm-hmm. people will start giving away little bits of their liberty mm-hmm. with no problem. Exactly. So what was what was the thing specific to Apple that you wanted to bring up that was the, the policy that people seem to be in an uproar about? Okay. Well, it's not that it's in an uproar. See, and then the problem is that they have tied it to uh, – I'm going to pull up a couple of news articles and read a couple of uh, pieces from them. But okay. w- what's happened is that they have tied it to um, – I'm, I'm trying to remember the correct term because the terminology has changed. Okay, uh, they've ch- tied it to child sexual abuse material. Um, so they, they have tied it to child abuse. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, if you present a counter-argument against it, you come off as the villain because you're in favor of child abuse. Right. And it's, it's the same, it's the same argument that was used for so many free speech, you know, arguments. Whereas, you know, we're, we're just trying to stop, you know, terrorism or whatever. And, you know, the second you go, no, like, like when the argument was made, no, no, I protect the freedom of speech from, you know, people I actually support all the way through people. I absolutely don't. They have the right, to voice their opinions. Yes. Right? Yes. There was a, I'll never forget this. There was a, we were in one of my classes in high school, we were talking about the free speech mm-hmm. and, um, you know, after going over this ma- <coughs> material in class several times and then, you know, the teacher's like, would you, is it okay for like the KKK to come and do a, a, a rally? And mm-hmm. y- you know, you, you realize that the, price of having free speech is that you have to have all speech it just can't be the the speech that you choose right right yeah and it's you know and the perfect example now is some of the the hate speech that's on the news every night right you know what i mean that that's guys that you know this is me talking as an american and it's it's all it's all that same argument but you're right they're trying to you know take one group and say, well, you don't want to support this, do you? Right. 
You know what so, I mean? And and that's it's essentially the same argument. And yes, like I said earlier, that kind of stuff does need to be policed better and does need to be stopped. But that's that's the guys. That's not the policy, right? Right. Uh, so essentially, what it is is it's a uh, program that's called Neural Hash, and what it does is it uh, allows Google, excuse me, not Google, Apple. It allows Apple to be able to search through your photos and your photo albums to see if there is any of this um, CSAM, uh, child sexual abuse material, mm-hmm. on the iPhones. And that's a huge concern because... Mm-hmm. And we can all agree that, you know, child abuse material is is bad. It is bad. It's not even an argument. No. But you have to say that, right? Yeah. You have to qualify before you go into the point that now all of my pictures are in a database. Or that are. there's somebody that's going th- through the, data, the, the, the the pictures to look for anything that's remotely child abuse material and and you know i can hear i without reading the article i can hear the arguments which is oh you're just you're gonna have people going through all my pictures and they're gonna go no no a computer an algorithm's an algorithm that's right that's that's what they always say yeah and the algorithm is going to flag things that it deems inappropriate and that's when it'll go to a person to make a decision but it things are going to fall out that aren't what they're looking for right so they have people going through all their pictures <laughs> like it's you know unless it's like a tree and and <laughs> and the, the 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 real concern isn't forget the child uh, abuse material forget for forget the idea of this child explicit material right my concern is that once you develop this algorithm to be able to search for child abuse material you can design the algorithm to essentially look for anything Mm-hmm. So what's to stop somebody like China mm-hmm. to uh, take all the uh, th- this algorithm and use it to uh, to search for anybody who's in support of like a free Tibet? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or what's to stop uh, uh, um, you know the American government from? being able to search through your phone to look for uh, terroristic materials, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever whatever the guise is. And we've seen so many uh, public policies that get used in that way mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, well, we have uh, an anonymous tip from somebody who may or may not be credible uh, that says, uh, you know, that we need to look at your phone. And so we're going to look at it. And that all happens behind the scenes because they have the the metadata. That was the big catchphrase back in the day. When we were talking about that with like uh, the NSA, mm-hmm. they they have all the data. They just need to uh, have somebody at a court level sign off on the search. Well, what's particularly interesting about this whole debacle um, is the fact that recently Google has been advertising. It's, I keep saying Google. I mean to say Apple. I mean to say Apple. Apple has been advertising that whatever state, whatever happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone because there's this huge concern about privacy. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. And they turn around and they try to introduce this algorithm that's going to essentially go through your iPhone. Yeah. And it's uh, uh. And it starts with Apple and then it spreads to other yeah. companies. Oh like, yeah. D- don't get it twisted for 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 one second that Yeah, we're not attacking Apple, we're attacking a policy. Right. They just happen to be the ones with the policy. Right. And again, like my the 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 once you open up that floodgate, once you mm-hmm. open, once you call the genie out of the bottle, right? You can't mm-hmm. call you can't put it back in. You know, it's essentially trying to to you're throwing rocks in a glass house and then <laughs> trying to keep the glass from breaking. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And it's uh, it, and you're not going to because yeah, once you get that foothold, then it's whatever. Here you go for for you know all of our our MAGA listeners. <laughs> you know what's to stop? Well, you know if you want to make this argument, what's to stop it eventually getting to the point where if you have a Democratic you know uh, president and Congress and court system, you know years and years and years and years in the future, uh, what's to stop them from going through the phones looking for? You know, the other party looking for, you know, people wearing red hats, if that's still a thing. And, and you know, that it, 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 that's the danger of it. Hopefully there will be, you know, laws in place to protect that. But when anything new like this is introduced, those those safeguards aren't there. Yeah. And then then the, the other reason that I think it's interesting that this is going down with Apple is that back in 2007, do you remember the whole scandal with um – People may have forgotten this by now, but there was a whole scandal back in 2007 where uh, the FBI specifically went to Apple for them to be able to unlock the iPhones that belonged to the gunman in the in a particular shooting. I can't remember exactly which one. I think there was two cases. I think there was one in Pensacola and then one in San Bernardino. Yep. And yep. The FBI goes to Apple and says, hey, we want you to unlock these iPhones because there's the possibility of um, dangerous material being on here. They they could have been planning with others. They could have been. Well, they were saying that they were trying to uh, establish a connection to uh, being a terrorist sleeper cell. Right. So. And you, you had victims from the shooting. um that were, you know, calling Apple out, uh, saying it, they were un-American. But Apple kind of held its own yes, at, that, at, at that time and said, no, we're not we're not giving you this backdoor encryption key because the moment that we do that, we're, we're essentially opening the floodgates. So I think yeah. it's – but and then it, what, what turned out to happen is that a couple of months later, the FBI – came out and said, hey, we didn't really need your help anyway. Mm-hmm. We, we figured out our, our own way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were trying to save time. But at the same time, they were, uh, they were trying to open a floodgate. Yeah. It was, it was a big national story. Use that one. It gets a lot of press. It gets people talking. Maybe they get it. Maybe they don't. They had to try because that's what they want is they want to be able to go in and, you know, in the in the best case scenario, if they have reasonable suspicion, they want to be able to search it. They want to be able to search it. 
And that's, sorry, <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not currently how it is, but here to your point, here we are a few years later and we have, we have it built into the, uh, the terms of service. They're not even the, uh, the only ones you heard about the audacity one. No, I didn't. So audacity made a change and this was, uh, beginning of July. Okay. Um, audacity may collect and share your personal data <laughs> and because it's possible they, they're looking, they're looking to make sure on your behalf that you don't have possible spyware. So let's see, I want to make sure I have this right. According to the desktop privacy notice, the following info may be collected by audacity for app analytics and improvements, your computer's OS name and version. The, your, the country you're using in based on your IP address, your CPU, <laughs> any non-fatal error codes and messages in, uh, in your files and crash reports. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get access to all of it, whether it has to do with audacity or not. And then they, uh, they also <laughs> further, uh, named that they would share this data with anyone who is, uh, uh, a potential, damn it. A potential, sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Basically, if 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 they were going to sell the company, they could share that data with the 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 company that was interested in buying them, mm. <laughs> so, which is a real roundabout way of selling that data. <laughs> well, let's go with the counter argument that you hear a lot of people say: if you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about. Bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 bullshit. Such- that's such a bad argument. It's such a bad faith argument and it, it, it gets so much traction. In fact, I hear people bring it up. You know, you tell them, Hey, listen, there's a chance that so-and-so could have your data. Okay. I'm boring. Who cares? Uh, okay. Then it's not about you, is it? <laughs> it's about everybody else. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and it's about whether or not the, the government or, or any, anybody really has the right to go through your information. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and like you said, b- being able to put it into the terms of service is what makes this whole idea dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. I can't I can't stress this enough. It, it, it's not the fact that they're going after child endangerment material. It's not the fact that, they, you know, that's that's the disguise that they're putting on this. They can turn around and search for anything as soon as they establish precedent i mean there are lawyers to look for this stuff and they look and they look for the precedent to use it in, in exciting new ways and you better believe every other tech company out there is watching it to see how it goes so that they can implement it themselves because at the end of the day is it something that's coming after your liberty to have privacy yes but they just want to sell it yeah they just want to sell it they don't care about your security at all. They want to sell your data. And yeah, they make a ton of money <laughs> off of your data. And that's really what it's all about. It's really what it's all about. They just want to, they, the, the second they commoditize, yeah. but yeah, yeah, they turn it into a commodity. <laughs> that's, that's the word I'm trying to say. Um, as soon as they, they turn your private information into something that can be bought and sold. 
We we noticed. Uh, did, did you hear about the? Uh, um, there was a case a couple of maybe not even a couple of years ago. Maybe it was a couple of months ago. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But there was um, Target got in trouble because they sent uh, coupons to the 16 year old girl for diapers because they were able to tell based off of her searches and her purchases on the Target dot com app that you know. 67% of women who make these purchases are pregnant. Yep. Yep. And yeah, that's that's where your targeted advertising can have a real effect on people's lives. You know, if you're especially if you're sending it through the mail. It's not even a secure communication. Uh God, that's terrible. But yeah, that's where, you know, that's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to make a buck off it. And that's that's what at least American capitalism is going to do every single time it, it, it has to, it's at this point in its DNA where it has to make a buck off of every single thing that is, uh, that is available to them. And if it's not available to them, they gotta, they gotta get creative Yeah, on how to make it that way. Did you hear about the, uh, the whole T-Mobile uh, scandal this week? Um, was it a data breach? Yeah, it was a data breach. But okay. uh, essentially, T-Mobile has been going back and forth with saying, you know, exactly how many people were affected by the data breach and exactly mm. what information the hackers were able to get a hold of. And they're being wishy-washy on it. Uh, seems like it. <laughs> That's never good. That's that that never instills confidence. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, you know because. They have access to credit card information, social security numbers, where you live, uh, text messages, pictures, photos, uh, all, all of that. All that stuff that – all that good stuff that they can – you know, anybody can get a hold of and basically steal your entire identity. And look, yeah. I, I hate to sound like the guy I, – I hate to sound like the guy who's like, oh, no, your data's uh, – Whatever, unprotected. Oh no, the government's out to get you. That, that I don't, I don't want to sound like conspiracy theorist. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a little tinfoil hatty, but we have we have you know evidence when you have like a T-Mobile breach where where the two of those points meet is you know if T-Mobile is able to get more and more and more of your data, every breach becomes something that is more and more of your information that is out there and in the hands of somebody that came after it. And I'm a T-Mobile yeah. customer. Yeah. I've been a T-Mobile customer for years. Yep. Uh, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned about it because these types of things happen, but I'm yep. also not, you know, it doesn't endear me to the company the way that they're handling it. No. And you want them to come out and, and very definitively say, we know what's going on and we're working on a fix. <laughs> not go back and forth. Uh, we don't know what they stole. Oh, wait. oh it was yeah, only it was only oh, wait, first. No. First, it was like it's only thirty nine million people that were affected, yeah. and then it was like no, it's probably closer to seventy five million people, and then it was like no, 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 it's probably closer to the the number kept shifting and changing, and then the information that was stolen kept changing as well. It was well, it was just phone numbers. No, oh, well, it was also you know your social security information. Oh, it was also your credit card. Yeah. Inf- you know. Trying to downplay it, trying to downplay it and just give you little bits until you get bored and don't look at it anymore. Ugh. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, and that, that speaks to trust. I mean, you know, nobody's, nobody's a hundred percent unhackable, obviously. Um, somebody figured out how to hack, uh, or, or, uh, uh, decode, uh, blockchain, you know, like, I don't know, a few months back. So that's no longer the safest thing out there, but most companies aren't running the safest thing that's out there. <laughs> so they're running what they believe is safe. Um, and their investors think is safe enough, but you know, the, the more data that is collected through these, you know, terms of service and through actively collecting that data in order to sell it, even if everything is seamless there, you can still, you know, you can still have what happened to, uh, what was it? Facebook that sold off analytics company. Yeah. The analytics company that bought a whole bunch of stuff they shouldn't have had. You could still have, you know, bad situations like that happen. You know, that isn't even, I don't even think that was a, uh, data breach. I think that was an actual like sale of yeah. information. Yeah, yeah. They were selling it to, to the analytics company. Yeah, exactly. So I can't remember the name of the company, but, uh, yeah, I don't even think they're around anymore. I think as soon as that came out, they, they folded, but yeah, <coughs> that's why this is, this is such a bad, you know, it's such a bad look. Um, and especially, you know, it's not like the first time, I mean, South Park got what, 13 years ago did that whole thing on, you signed up, you signed Apple's terms of service and they're like, well, we, no one ever reads that. And they're like, we know, and no one would ever volunteer volunteer to be part of a human centipede. <laughs> and then they were just rounding people up to make a giant human centipede because it was in their terms of service. So, it, which nobody reads and that's, and that's where that convenience thing comes in. Is you know I want I want the product I want the service that's going to make my life better, and I don't have you know either I paid for it or I don't have to pay for it or whatever it is you know when they get to the terms of service nobody's reading that they they're sold on the product they just want to move forward, so it's the changing of the terms of service later. Yeah, that, that you have to watch out more for. More concerning, yeah. Like w- one of the things that I kind of stumbled across when I was doing my research for today's topic. Um, there there are some alternatives but they're not great obviously um uh there's uh and like there's an option where you can download a program that replaces android but is based on android like uh, a linux type thing yeah it's like a linux type uh software for your phone that basically allows you to um so the way that it works is that your your account is tied to your Gmail with Google phones, right? Okay. Uh, yep. So it creates a false Gmail account. Okay. And essentially allows you to be able to control exactly what information is being sent back and forth between uh, the apps that you're using. Oh. But, 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 but it doesn't have... <laughs> Uh, the amount of, you know, it, it doesn't allow the flexibility that, you know, regular Android allows. It doesn't allow for. Um, yeah. Any aftermarket a, thing like a, that. Aftermarket. Gonna, right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's not going to have the same level of, of communication with the source because that's not what it was designed for. So, yeah, you're always going to have a little bit of a little something lost in the in the cloning process, as it were. Um, and yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm interested if that company made it. They did, they did. They, it was okay. designed by a, uh, 
privacy. It was it was d- designed by a security firm or a guy who used to work for a security firm who wanted to develop a so- a, a program, a, an operating system that would allow you to be able to have granular control over exactly how much data you're sharing. And it, you know, like I said, it does the job, but mm-hmm. it, 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 it right now it doesn't have support for certain apps. Right. The, yep. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. I'm glad, I'm glad they're still working on it and still making it. Cause that's, that's good. That's a, that's a good step. The other thing we need to do is we need to have better regulation of it. And that's where it gets tricky. I read a, um, I read a, a chart that from like the like seventies up till now. So like 50 years of like, uh, of, uh, uh, votes in, uh, in Congress, mm-hmm. it, it tracked how often the, uh, the will of the people was met, was, was, like so if 51 if if there was an approval rating for a particular measure and it got like 51% or higher mm-hmm. how often that passed versus things that didn't have the support you know uh in polling or whatever um and you know they showed the Venn diagram of if it has more support it should be more likely to pass right, right. obviously um and no <laughs> the is regardless of what the will of the people is uh, from the seventies all the way through to today. It, everything passes around 30% of the time. Like it doesn't matter the support that it has. The one caveat to that is it doesn't matter the support of the, the economically, the 90%. Mm-hmm. It's, but when you look at the uh, upper 10% of society, mm-hmm. what, and their what their goals and what their what they support is what gets passed exactly like it's supposed to go the more support it has with the with the wealthy and you know corporations and stuff it the the more likely it is to pass and that's what it is that's it's it's literally an uphill battle against money controlling the system to get that kind of to get any kind of legislation passed so to say if we say hey we don't want companies to profit off of our information pass laws that say they can't like we would have a very uphill battle for that hmm. very uphill what, what, there's an old saying that uh, it, it's kind of to what you were talking about earlier where if you make something convenient for people they'll slowly inch by inch give away and the problem is that by 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 that approach mm-hmm. inch by inch every year we we give an inch right 20 or 30 years down the line, you've given up a mile. You've given up the whole game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, what do you see as a solution or is there a solution? Yeah, there, there is one. And, uh, it is, it is literally getting, getting that influence, uh, the influence that money can have in, uh, in Congress, basically lobbyists. Mm-hmm. It has to go, it has to go. That's the only way that, that that level of protection for the consumer is going to be allowed is if we get rid of all obvious double edged sword because you have some uh, very progressive, very good organizations that are literally lobbying Congress almost out of the goodness of their hearts to get things done. They would have to go too. 
Yeah. So and I, and I that's think the only also, way you fix it, and it's not even really a great fix. I think it's also important that we vote with our wallets. Mm. Uh, so if you know, for example, I was just talking about the whole T-Mobile thing. You know, like yep. I'm giving serious thought to leaving T-Mobile and going with another service provider that's not going to have the same security. Or you know what I mean? That that not necessarily that they're not going to have the same security issues, but right. they're they're going to be upfront about the security issues that they had and yep and and if enough people feel that way and enough people leave that business will change yep yeah absolutely i, I just don't see people giving up their iphones like uh yep. like apple's um market share in the united states is like ridiculous mm-hmm. it, it's it's yeah. it's really high and yeah if it's if it's not i mean it's number one domestic obviously but if it, if it, I would be surprised if it was like number one overall, you know what I mean? I mean, they're if not, they're number two to like Samsung. I know they go head to head with them all the time. Yeah, well, I know that Android worldwide is is has more market share, but uh, when it comes to the United States, I think uh, some of the information that I was looking at, and don't quote me, folks, because <laughs> I, I perused it. I think it's something like sixty to seventy percent. Yeah. Right. So you have a lot of people that in the United States who are invested in Apple's ecosystem, mm-hmm. Max, uh, uh, the iPhone, the you know, and we're we're not just talking about something that's oh well, it's specifically just my iPhone. No, it, it, it's it's your photos, mm-hmm. it's your information, it's your data that they're going after. Yep, in an electronic sense, it's you. Yep. There is the there is a precedent for your your uh, I had to go find it again. There's precedent for your point about voting with your wallet on that. Mm. Um, you remember when WhatsApp? Yes. Changed their policy, yes. and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna send all your info over to Facebook." After, <laughs> and uh, the article says uh, it drove users uh, to Signal and Telegram in droves, <laughs> like. Like people jumped ship from WhatsApp so fast when that changed, yeah. That they had to go back and actually backpedal on that a little bit. Yeah, um, and then Telegram's market share went up, right? Yeah. Oh, it's Telegram and uh, and what was the other one I said? Uh, Signal, whatever that was. Oh, that was the right wing one, right? No, no, no. You think of Parler? I am thinking of Parler. You're right. Yep. So it um it, it you know it helped out those two companies. Because they're not Facebook, and we all know how we hate Facebook, <laughs> and yet still use it. <laughs> yeah, that, well, no, I've I've pretty much given up on Facebook. Essentially, yeah. uh, no. I I can't even remember the last time I made a post, let yep. alone like actually logged into. <laughs> you oh, know, years was... years ago, I tried to delete that account. You can't even delete it. No, you can't. You can't delete it. Best I can do is make it inactive, but it's still there. Still talking to my phone. Can't get rid of it. Ugh. Ugh. Facebook. It's 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 too much. It's too tempting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having that much information when you're when you're a business in our particular capitalist society, it's too tempting. You you have to do it. You know, like there is so many of these companies, especially if they're public traded, are fiduciarily obligated to try, even if it's not right. 
doesn't matter. It's just business, right? Right. But it's not. It's people's. It's people's online lives, and it can affect their IRL. <laughs> you know, it can affect it. You know, especially you know the obvious one of your your data uh, or your uh, accounts being actually emptied of real money, mm. or just your credit getting absolutely destroyed until you spend however long it takes to get that corrected, which can cost you money if you can't do it yourself. Right. If it's that, you know, messed up. So it's, it, 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 there are too many real world implications. And when you, when you look at a company that is designed to be out of touch like that, um, they, they, they literally can't care about it. And, and I that's, think that's the problem. One of the other things that we can do is we can try to break up some of these monopolies like Facebook, for example, you know, and yeah. the reason that Facebook is constantly having to go before Congress, mm-hmm. you know, have you paid attention to that? Every- yes, I've I've seen when they wheel the android of Mark Zuckerberg up to the <laughs> up, up the Capitol stairs and plug him into the the desk, and uh, and he just stares blankly at uh, AOC, <laughs> and, she, and she just reads him the riot act. I've seen it a bunch of times, and then he goes and he gets on his like you know yacht or whatever, and wears his hoodie. Cause he's, you know, an every man and, uh, and it's, it, it's meaningless. And why is it meaningless? Well, uh, Elizabeth Warren didn't get a seat at the table in this, after this last election, because Biden won and Biden's not going to break up any monopolies. Are you kidding me? Not going to do it. He's, he's a, he's a centrist. He's just trying to get along with everybody. <laughs> so you so don't think there's it, any chance that these monopolies can be broken up? Like uh, not right now, not right now. You know, what's it? 20, 2028 when President AOC is sworn in? <laughs> maybe, maybe, but we have to see because you know, you know, if it's if it's not Biden, right? It's it's Harris, mm-hmm. and Harris isn't going to do it. She's a prosecutor from California. Yeah, <laughs> she's not going to do it. No way. No. Interest. You know what this got me thinking about too is like what happens to your phone. God forbid you're arrested. You know what I mean? Like, like the, yep. the importance of having a security password and your, your, you know, cause legally they can't force you to unlock your phone. Nope. Nope. But they can ask. <laughs> and if you're scared, you can do it. So they can coerce it out of you. But if you're, if you're smart and you get a lawyer and you don't do that, and you let your lawyer handle that, then, uh, yeah, right now they don't have a back door to go in and get that that information if you're able to stick to your guns. It's right now. But you have enough, you know, enough of a push and enough press that makes it look like public opinion is on your side Companies that you know want to be able to get in, or or government entities that want to be able to get into your phone, will one day be able to get into your phone. They will. Mm-hmm. Just a matter of time. We keep too much on it. It's too tempting. They want it. They're going to eventually get it. It's just a matter of chipping away at it over time, and eventually, people will be like, "Man, all right, that's how it is." You know, that's just how it is. This is the world we live in. So yep, it's well, hey, you know, what am I going to do? Not have a phone? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the mentality. And that's, that's, that's why it's so hard to change it. But it would take, it would take an act of Congress. It would 
take and getting an act of Congress uh, to that level that would hurt so many businesses and their own interests if they are being sincere about security mm-hmm. is it's 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 very insurmountable. I'm not I'm never going to say never, but no. Nah. Let's let's it's 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 not there's there's no motivation for them not to do it. None. Which is sad. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> no. we elected them, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Quote unquote. And I'm and I'm trying to think of what else we could do, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like what what else is there to do? Well, you can support alternatives. You can support alternatives. But the problem is that the alternative is going to be a business. It's not going to be an organization that produces new cell phones. You know what I mean? It's going to be a business. It's going to be a for-profit business too. And eventually, they're going to sell. I mean, I would think (laughs) eventually they would not make money to the point where they had to sell off their intellectual property and their, their technology to another company that will change their terms and conditions. And that's it. So... Ugh. it's it's tough it's tough but at the end of the day that's uh, what a majority of people are going to do is go well i need a phone people need to contact me and also i need access to the stuff i need access to and i have it on this computer that fits in my pocket it just pisses me off because i was talking to somebody recently about um about uh we were having a casual conversation about the, their work and you know he mentioned something about like well if i if i um if i was concerned about security on my phone i would switch to apple because apples are more safe you know and apple's advertising throughout this whole like i said what stays what happens on your iphone stays on your iphone except we know that that's not true not right exactly especially with a move like the one that they're trying to pull Exactly. And they, they're able to say nobody unauthorized is going to be able to get that information. But you authorize certain people to get that information and they're going to get it. <laughs> so it's, they're not lying. They were very careful not to lie. But it is, it, it's a little disingenuous and that's, that's why it comes up. And that's why, you know, we talk about it. That's why, you know, the news talks about it because there are enough people aware of it that they're going to be upset by this. Which is good. It's a good thing to at least be aware of it. Um, but is it going to change a lot? Maybe I'm just being cynical, but no. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like a problem that this, that's just unfixable. Yeah, yeah, not not in our not in our current climate. Not at all. Not at all. It's it's this, you know, that laissez-faire capitalist uh, way we do things in America that. Nope. If it can be bought and sold, it will be bought and sold. There's very little you can do about it. You well, definitely, there you go, folks. <laughs> you could definitely, you could definitely write your Congress people. Go ahead. I, I, I wish you well. I wish you luck. How much you want to bet that the? Uh, and there's a part of me that thinks that they're pulling this move just to see if they can get away with it, with no yeah. intention of actually going through with it. No, they'll go through with it. They might, they might edit it a little bit to placate people, but that's still a victory. Yeah. That's still a victory. And that's one more little baby step towards the actual goal of being able of you having privacy so that nobody that the company that you've authorized to sell your data allows anybody that's not buying the data to have it. 
that's the level of security that we're going to have in the future. That's it. Do you remember that movie, uh, Minority Report, where yep. um, <laughs> he's walking through the mall and it's scanning his eye and it's like, oh, hey, Mr. Johnson, uh, how are those pants that you bought from The Gap? Uh, yep. Yep. The, the, the personalized targeted uh, uh, advertising goes beams directly into your eyes <laughs> based on your retina. <laughs> it's, but they, we're already there. That's the funny thing <laughs> Almost, is like we're yeah. already there. Yeah, we need a medium at this point. We need a phone that says, "Yep, this is <laughs> this is this person." But yes. Yeah, it's 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 also coming. I mean, watch enough Black Mirror <laughs> and we all know what's coming. <laughs> oh, wait, we should end on a happy note. Yeah, we should end on a happy note. Uh, what's what's the funniest bit, bit of information they're going to get? <laughs> what's going to make an analyst go huh there you go there's a poll <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait but then we're data mining so we can't do that <laughs> unless we update our terms of service so everybody uh, on the video just scroll down in the comments there will be a new toss <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you're having fun with this, but it's uh, it's concerning. But you know, at the end of the day, we do we do try and keep this light. A yeah, bit. yeah. But yeah, no, it's super concerning. But I, I honestly, you know, it, here's a serious on a serious note. If you have any ideas on what can be done that we didn't discuss today, please uh, shoot us, comment. Shoot, shoot at us, yeah. Shoot it at us because you know if, if it's if it's something that we didn't mention here today and it's worth pursuing, we'll we'll all do it. We'll all do it if it's worth pursuing. So let's let's kick it around. Let's see if uh, any any ideas have legs. There are no bad ideas. So go ahead and uh, put it in the comments, and uh, hopefully we can we might revisit this. I mean, companies change their terms of service all the time, specifically for this reason. So yeah, it's probably going to come up again. Yeah. All right, folks. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube. You can check us out wherever it is that you stream your music. Please like and share. Subscribe. Uh, so that you don't miss out on any of these interesting videos. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Later. Later. Change the conversation. 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 Change the conversation.